0: Oh, well, here's an idea. When we need a new theme song, instead of Audio Boy having to suffer through it, you use the ukulele and you do our new theme song for season three. Okay. Deal. 100%. I'm in. Okay right here right now you're agreeing that you will do the theme song for season three
1: 100% absolutely yeah with no deal. help from audio boy whatsoever don't need it it's gonna be me playing four chords in the ukulele singing about how much of a cock you are <laughs> <laughs> don't need him can you give us can you give us a preview it's pretty or? much what I did to no be I'm gonna practice I'm gonna practice I'll come back next don't week
0: you called all of us uh, like what was it again like they, they have no lives or something you say about us our lives are dull I I don't don't. Know, why don't we play and find out?
2: <laughs> the theme song. <laughs> it's meandering movies, listening to Gary, Ryan, and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course, because everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to
1: talk about. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we like to talk about movies, actors, celebrities, uh, sometimes TV, sometimes video games, a bit, bit of a mixed bag, but mostly we talk about films. Um, we've been engaging in, ch- in in positive chatter recently, and we've not been chitting all over each other, which has been quite nice. Um, and following that tradition, I think we've, we're going to try and keep this up by talking about our favorite actors this week and going into that their favorite kind of like the movies that we love them in the movies that we think they are they, they're astounding um but before we get into it i as always am your your host your producer gary copeland uh, i am the sippy cup of treasures and delights gavin stewart Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> and quietly engaging usually doesn't say much hello it's <laughs> <Audio> boy. <laughs> So there you go, oh, guys. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, f- I, I mean, I, just for, you know, background, I'm sure you guys know the drill by now. I busted out my list five minutes before we started recording. Gavin came up with this six months ago and has been uh, curating it specifically and carefully for the last six months. And Ryan fr- was a bit of a middle ground. I think you gave yours a Start- bit more thought than five yesterday minutes. Yesterday but- slash this morning. <laughs> but not much more, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the funny thing is, like, uh, a peek
0: behind the curtain is before we started recording, Gary was sitting there like, I can't think of five actors. I don't have five actors. Meanwhile, building this list over six months, I have 16 actors, and I've had to, like...
1: 16?
0: 16, yeah, so... But don't worry, I've cut it down to five I'm And you better do just usual. do five, don't do that thing you did before Where you're like, well I'm just going to say 25 <laughs> yeah, like, Don't do that I'm going to add sixty more at the end you know don't sound like that That's a terrible impression of me No,
1: you don't sound like your head, know, you sound really like it <laughs> <laughs> now, it's not <laughs> like this, you've got to be really Hi, oh, my name's Gavin, I'm dead nasally <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so red Hi, <laughs> oh, I'm, <so> <laughs> oh, I'm Gavin, I'm red and nasally And I like alcohol <laughs> So another
0: peek behind the the curtain for the audience. Uh, Soon, none of these voices you'll get to hear because I'm going to kill them all because even during these terrible times, they still pick on me. I think I broke my pen. Good. Oh, no, I fixed my pen. Can you stop clicking the pen into the microphone, please? That's a good idea, actually. I'm going to stop clicking the pen into the microphone. Who Uh, would like to go first?
1: Gavin. I want Ryan to go. Oh, fuck. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, fire in, Ryan. Let's get cracking with your actor numero uno. It was quite hard to pick between
3: my two lists i've got a list curated for people who i genuinely respect and who i like their work and i've got a oh, list that'll just, an, that list? just annoy gavin i've got oh, a list okay. for just people that i know gavin doesn't like um <laughs> all the actors from Booksmart. oh uh, yeah that list. exactly um so i'm going to start off with I, th- I think a pretty broad one i'm going to start with this one because i'm sure that someone else might have it and i just want to get out of the way because usually i go last And Mm -hmm. get humped out of things, I want to say. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Um, Gary took
0: ex machina and ghost story from you. Yeah, I did. I apologise.
3: And sometimes, I think a lot of mine are only in very specific periods of their career. I don't have any actors who I've enjoyed
1: throughout. I'm sure that's pretty across the board. Okay, yeah, I get you. I I wouldn't agree with that on my list. but uh, No. No, one of them I would. One of them 100%. The other four I'm quite happy with. In fact, yeah, I've got one that I'm really happy with. Uh, You're
3: really just drawing this out and not just saying a fucking name, aren't you? Whose name?
0: Say any name, just say a name I've added
3: things to the top, so when I showed you the book, they're just things to annoy you (laughs) Okay, (laughs) you're a piece of shit (laughs) Um, So my first one I'm going to go with is Matthew McConaughey Oh really? Because,
1: but only in the last decade, only from 2011 onwards Yeah, because before that he was just playing the kind of generic Hollywood, beach bodied... Attractive, attractive man, weird.
3: and then he did the Lincoln lawyer, which came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And he was so good, like he started off that really intense, kind of really great method acting, that kind of troubled guy thing that like he does quite a lot. To be fair, but he's really good at it, so I don't care.
0: Um, yeah, it was a, it was a time that became the the reconnaissance. Or the, uh, and that's not my thing. That's, uh, that's someone else coined oh that fuck term. Off the McGovernsons. But it was like <laughs> the Lincoln Lawyer, True Detective, Wolf of Wall Street, Mud, uh, Interstellar, Dallas Buyers Club. Like all Interstellar, like all these movies that just kind of like took him from like you both described kind of like just dou- douchey surfer guy yeah. kind of hidden in the background well, until you like, think, you he think was a
1: mainstay actor before that we had things like The Reign of Fire Ghosts of Girlfriends Past Wedding so Sahara <laughs> fucking I, I mean I can shit
0: on Sahara, Sahara. but Reign
1: of Fire is a
0: fucking movie of movies it's alright
1: it's not great Gerard
0: Butler Christian Bale Matthew McConaughey it's fucking baller I love that movie
1: he also did a voice in Kubo and the Two Strings which is uh, rockets him up such a great movie
3: yeah, so I just yeah I thought and I love him in True Detective. Uh, True Detective season one is my favorite thing ever. If I yeah, was, he
1: did he did he did really turn around because he as we've just listened he did a bunch of garbage for the kind of first half of his career, and then has just I don't know maybe I don't know matured as an actor is that what you can say? And he's, he's yeah kind just of started got I mean, stopped getting
3: upset. I think maybe like there must be a huge obsession with just money. See yeah. if you come from a background that's not like loads of money and people just are just throwing millions at you for. What is essentially shit Which is what he did um, And then you get to the stage Where you've probably got Quite a lot of money And you're like I could make things I actually give a shit
0: about Now instead I start doing Some passion projects Yeah And you like I feel like I feel like with the movie Sahara That's where things Took a turn for him Because that was a movie That he personally Kind of like um, Pushed And helped produce And all this kind of stuff And he, it was going to become Like a What they wanted to be a, The next big kind of Indiana Jones like Action yeah, yeah, franchise Yeah Following on the tails of the mummy. Yeah. And the movie fucking tanked financially and critically. And it, the production company that helped fund that movie had to shut its doors because it lost so much money oh trying to make God. that movie. So he had to, like, yeah, I think Fair. that was maybe a turning point for him. But it was just like, e- I'm going to, like, back off for a really wee well while and, like, reconsider my options. Yeah. yeah. And thankfully, he came back with movies like Mud and uh, TV shows like True Detective. And those just completely changed his direction. And. Now, when you talk about Matthew McConaughey, like we are doing, Matthew you talk, McConaughey, Matthew you talk McConaughey, because <laughs> I feel like maybe ten, fifteen years ago, I'm just, I'm just steaming right through whatever you just did there. <laughs> ten, fifteen years ago, people probably, if you mentioned the name Matthew McConaughey, would have, wouldn't have talked as positively well as we are now talking.
1: McConaughey, it's like a party chant. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew feel McConaughey, like you, who?
3: You couldn't get you can give Gav a hard time for reconnaissance and you'd start
1: chatting <laughs> that. <laughs> so yeah, so there you go, Matthew McConaughey, it's a good one. Um Gav, do you want to fire in with number uh, two, number one on your list? Uh, yes. Are yours in an order, Gav, or you've just kind of done yours?
0: Uh, I just wrote names down. Uh, yeah, mine's not down. in the order I wrote them in. Yeah, cool. I just got my the is- away because I thought less people would say it. <clears throat> uh, I am going to start with a big name. I'm going to start with a big name just to get this big name out of the way, just in case anyone else has it. And it's a name of an actor we all know and love, and
1: it's Tom Hanks. Oh, that's uh, that's surprising. I definitely thought you were going to be putting very niche French actors one to five. None of these
0: actors are actors you've never heard of. You've all heard of all of these actors. That's incredible. We'll see. Oh, you you know, Uh, who's Tom Hanks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I think like Tom Hanks is one of those actors who, when you think of like movie stars, like if if you go back to like the old classic movie stars of like your, your Humphrey Bogarts and stuff like that, like I think Tom Hanks is our version of that today. He's one of those actors who's been around for so long. He's Run the gambit of movies. He started off as just like a slapstick comedy kind of guy, like movies like Big and stuff like that. The and Burbs, kind of, yeah, The Burbs, and any kind of transition into this kind of dramatic actor, and now he's kind of got this beautiful balance of like he can go anywhere and kind of take on any role, and you always know you're going to get something great from Tom Hanks. Yeah, and he's just a genuinely lovely man, and I just,
1: I just love Tom Hanks, and anytime I get a chance to see Tom Hanks in a movie. I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I I get what you mean with that as well. He's definitely a he definitely grew up in the kind of era of classic cinema. So he would have grown up watching things that, you know, we're, were were not what we've grown up with whatsoever. Obviously, that's just his age. But you can tell that he's come from a place where he wanted to be an actor, not just like the beginning of Matthew McConaughey's career, where he wanted to just make some cash. Yeah. <clears throat> he was in it for you know, you could tell he was kind of in it for the for the for the, the craft, if you will. And then over the yeah. years he's just perfected that craft. Um and he's he's yeah, he's so heartfelt and 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 just a genuinely good actor. It's it's amazing watching him kind of jump from role to role as well. I think my only complaint with Tom Hanks is that he's not one for kind of lightheartedness. Like if if you're watching a Tom Hanks film, especially more recently, or like well, not light heartedness I mean more kind of like bit roles like you don't see Tom Hanks in anything unless it's a Tom Hanks sure. movie you know? yeah anyway. he's pretty he's pretty
3: one dimensional I think he can get oh, well, a little semi a- a sometimes and he's definitely as he got older built himself a role like built himself a box that he's now stuck in and I feel like he is too old and doesn't really give a shit <laughs> To to come out of that box, he's like, I'm making money
1: in the box. Why the fuck would I leave? Like the the wonderful life, uh, wonderful day in the neighborhood, which has just come out, is a is a phenomenal movie, and he is great in it. But I get what Ryan's saying there, in that that is the epitome of that kind of Tom Hanks esque older generation role. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost engineered for that role. Like Tom Hanks was almost, or that role was almost engineered for exclusively Tom Hanks. Not that that's a bad thing, but. Well, yeah, I think, I think a lot uh, of actors of that generation have kind of done that to themselves
3: a little bit. Just put themselves in a place where they're never going to get to... Be, they're just typecast now for everything.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a... It's a double-edged sword of just, like, they've put themselves there and also studios now won't let them get out of there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we, we want you there because you can do this and you've proven you can do it, so let's let's make you do it. And like I guess it's kind of like they still get to do the, the work they love. And I mean, Tom Hanks clearly cared a lot about, uh, um, what was the movie you just said that I've forgotten the name of already? Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood. That Thing You Do. Yeah, Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood. Would you stop going about that thing you do? We'll talk about it in a second. You're obsessed. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood is like clearly a movie that he was very passionate about, probably because yeah. he, he, he knew Fred Rogers in some way. And you can, Tom Hanks really just shows his love for that. But, Another reason I love Tom Hanks is if you just look at Tom Hanks' filmography, it's so varied. Yeah. Of like you can you can go from something like Saving Private Ryan, which is like this intense gritty, one of the best World War II movies of all time, or you could just look over there and say, Oh, we've got the Toy Story franchise, one of the most beloved kids' movies yeah, of all time. Yeah. But
3: even as for, even as Woody, he's still the same person.
1: Still Tom Hanks. Like
3: he's still a sort of Tom Hanks stick up his arse kind of guy. Even, even as a, a toy cowboy, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like he has that kind of, hes stuck in that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I get it. I get where you're coming from.
0: <clears throat> uh, and now, uh, and now, we, if we cut over to Audio Boy, who is now obsessed to talk about that thing you do, go Audio Boy.
2: I mean, I feel like he plays a bit of a different role in that one. I don't know. I he's less him. of a part in the film, mainly because he's directing it, but he's a smaller part in it that thing you do and it's the greatest music biopic of all time in my opinion
1: what's uh who, who's it about even though it's
0: even though it's not about a real band <laughs> <laughs> classic that's probably probably
1: why it's the best one yeah More so context. I'm gonna bring us around with a with the final so I'm gonna start big as well I think I'm gonna go with one of my the biggest name I've got on my list um and I'm sure you'll probably both agree with this one. And this isn't this is, although he kind of falls into the same problem that Tom Hanks definitely did. Um, I feel like this person tried to break out of that on a couple of occasions. Um, before, their, <laughs> before their untimely death, but uh, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, Robin Williams was uh, at the beginning of his career, pure comedy. You know, he had that energy about him, and everything he did. Uh, they injected that and they told him, look, just go nuts. Be-. I think Robin Williams probably got carte blanche with pretty much every role he got. You know, they just said to him, do your thing. We trust you on this. Yeah, and you're 90% here because you Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like 90% of the time you got exactly what you expected, Robin Williams. You know, I mean, the genie is literally Robin Williams on a big blue fucking... Cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's there's nothing else there but what i love about robin williams is later on in his career he really tried to come out of that so he did things like bicentennial man uh he did one hour photo yeah you know I mean? yeah. He, he tried these really pushing roles goodwill and hunting and stuff as well he's is amazing in goodwill hunting yeah throughout the years he's really he's really, he's really done these I just
0: dead poetry society is the movie where like i knew robin williams as you say The genie and stuff like that. That's yeah. Or from his stand-up, and then I remember watching Dead Poets Society, and that was the first movie that I watched where Robin Williams was in a dramatic role, and I was just like, "Who the fuck is this man? How can he be so good at it? Where Where did Robin Williams go? Yeah, just like he's one of those actors that, in a
3: family, so in like a a, your niche family of young kids, mum and dad, everyone in this whole family is gonna have a film with Robin Williams in it that fits into their age category. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? So there's yeah, like young absolutely. kids can be watching Aladdin. Some older kids can watch maybe Miss Doubtfire films like *Jack*, and then he goes right over to like *Dead Poets*, which is like late, Poets. maybe for late teens, early twenties, and he's got older stuff like *Goodwill
1: Hunting* and things like that. One stop yeah. photo. Yeah, absolutely. He, he he was so talented, and it, it it was wild just watching him come out, and every single time he brought a new movie out, it it was either getting classic Robin Williams, which everyone knew and loved, or him trying something new, which was just great you know you don't get a lot of actors that do that and it's it was like he was pushing back against the typecast like you were saying right he, he really didn't want to get fallen you know he didn't want to fall into the hey robin williams we've got a, a wacky character in this new adam sandler movie he'd be like no nah, yeah. i'm cool i'm gonna do a psycho killer who works at a fucking photo shop like and Cause if, falls in love if with a family about it,
0: like uh, the movie aladdin kind of set that kind of tone for a lot of Disney movies where it's like oh we're going to have your main guy and then we're going to have the comedic sidekick the wacky kind of sidekick, Eddie, Eddie Murphy and was, Mulan yeah, I was Danny DeVito, DeVito and Murphy Hercules <laughs> and So Robin Williams could have easily just done that role for the rest of his career, he's like just come along be the wacky funny sidekick say yeah, some funny yeah, yeah, yeah. improv lines and then by then the movie disappear because the hero needs to have his hero moment Yeah, because yeah, like, he was know, a c- comedian know. as well Like well, that was exactly. his job improv comedian back in the day But I think the reason, or why I feel one of the reasons that uh, Robin Williams works so well in that kind of, such a broad range of movies, is his style of comedy was so genuine, where it was him just giving,
1: like, such a genuine, kind of wonderful example of himself. He it, brought the same, that into his roles as well. It's the same thing that you said about Tom Hanks. Robin Williams cared. Like, Robin Williams... Yeah. And I think probably a majority of these actors we're all going to list here do give a... You know, they give a crap, I'd say. I, I think on my front anyway. Wait, no, I've got Bruce Willis as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's just one of these... He was just phenomenal. He, you know, he we kind of... Unfortunately, took his own life far, far before he, he should have done and, and really... Really deserved to be here a lot longer, but um I, man, I just want to commemorate the man. He was phenomenal. Yeah, that's my, my numero uno. So, uh, do you want to go, Ryan? Do you want to go next? Yeah, let's do f- it. flip us in.
3: Uh, I've got another actor from that kind of fits into what you guys were talking about from a sort of older generation still acting mm-hmm. today, but I don't think he in any way fits into that bubble of playing the same person. It's yeah. one that is going to be, I don't imagine you're going to think I've said. But quite uh quite another one. Guy I really love watching is uh Fiennes. Ah oh, mm. very good. Interesting. Uh, very good an amazing actor from doing stuff in like his early career films like The English Patient and stuff like that where he plays this yeah, heartthrob, really lovable character but a really serious actor as well but he's done things from like comedy he's in geeking he acting big blockbusters like Harry Potter and stuff like that his yeah. portrayal in Red Dragon shows he's got a really artistic side as well in Bruges
1: shows off his in side as comedies
3: well. it, absolutely is, I think he's just his, across the board in great in Bruges
1: is fucking amazing he's, he's absolutely got, he's only in that film for what a fifth if that yeah, he's yeah, barely in it and he you're steals. an inanimate fucking object yeah, he steals every <laughs> scene that he's in yeah. he's so you take that back about my cunt kids <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he's and he's also so offset from the whole, the whole film like i love him Bruges, it's one of my favorite movies yeah and i think like the tone of it is so like underlying that kind of like dry irish comedy fit in yep. with quite a darkness and he just comes in like a fucking wrecking ball he, he's not really <laughs> he doesn't really fit in the film at all yeah. and he just still so, pulls it off it's so from, well. it's from
1: the first phone call you hear in, in Bruges as well the first phone yeah. call you hear with him where he, uh What's this? Every front word is just fuck. Brendan Gleeson is saying, "Yeah, yeah I've got him here. I've got him here." He's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's like, "Does he really like it? Does he really like all the fairy tale?" You show him the swans. Like <laughs> you show him the swans. <laughs> it's like, why does this crazy London yeah. gangster give a fuck about this fairy tale place? You know, it's yeah. so weird. Just talking to you about we'll the fucking it. alcoves as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a bit of a weird yeah, one. I think
0: with the, with Ray Fans, it's one one of those actors where if you look. Uh, I'm going to say the word filmography so much during this episode, but just you know, just accept it. So right. The filmography of is that uh, a real Ray Fiennes, yeah. Do you just mean his career. Just say career. Just his his, his discography of films. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if if you, I like taking like two polar opposite films of an actor and kind of showing the the range in which they have. And when I think of Ray Fiennes, I think of him in Grand Best Hotel, mm-hmm. where he is just. Like, as you say, his comedic timing, him and Grand Prix Best Hotel, he never misses a beat in that yeah, movie. Yeah, like, so good. His connection with Wes Anderson's writing is so great. But then if you look at the other side of him as the most evil motherfucker in Schindler's List, where he is, yeah. you despise him, yeah. he is awful, he is disgusting, he's just, he's something you want to put your foot down on and just wait till the blood starts pouring out of his eyes. But it's like, it's, I, I love that he's from an actor like him. Or um, if you look at him, like, like Snape, not Snape, uh, Voldemort, Voldemort from uh, Harry Potter and that stuff like that. It's just like he can he can take on so many roles. Yeah. Whether it, yeah, and the, he was
3: it, great in cute. Harry Potter as well. Like, and like, and there's so many scenes in Harry Potter, and you're like, at least someone's acting here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: got two. I got two things about Ray Fiennes. One, uh, I thought he was Ralph Fiennes for. Yes. M- so many years. <laughs> so, remember being there the other day you figured out it wasn't Ralph It wasn't, Fiennes. it was Ray Fiennes. And number two, he's not Eddie Marsden. Marsden? Eddie Marsden's? You know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly, for years. James for... Marsden from Sonic the Hedgehog? No, Ed, Eddie, Eddie Marsden. I honestly, for years, thought that Ray Fine was Eddie Marsden. I have no idea where I've done that, but at some point I've got my wires all crossed up and I just had the wrong human being in for Ray Fiennes yeah but He's I talk about him, I'm like, yeah no Ray Fiennes was in that film people go no he wasn't I'd be like yeah he was <laughs> <laughs> he was that bloke I'd be like that's not Ray Fiennes mate I was like yeah it fucking is shut up I, I think, think that's I another thing
3: talking about Kieran as well I think Ray Fiennes has quite a similar career early days to like Liam Neeson yeah and you can really tell later on that Ray Fiennes has kept Kieran yeah, and Liam Neeson's clearly stopped
1: <laughs> just getting a paycheck yeah. yeah
3: and it's just and it's like that change you can see the change of direction where it just becomes about money and if anything go back to Matthew McConaughey he's done it in the right way like he's Matthew McConaughey got his shit <laughs> out of the way outdoors. doors and then gone into serious films like other actors like Bradley yeah, Cooper yeah, for yeah. instance as well had like quite a slow start comedy based career and then he's gone into more serious roles as he matures and maybe that's the Switched best way
0: to around. do it yeah no absolutely going in, Gav, number two uh, number two on my list uh, Is going to be One that uh, We'll see how you react to it when I go for it Is Tilda Swinton uh, uh, Yes, absolutely But Very close to being about, on my list the, the interesting thing about Tilda Swinton I feel is She's an actress you can never pin down To like a specific kind of or, Like this is where she fits
1: in T- Tilda Swinton see- has spent her entire career just doing things that she thinks will be interesting I think that's she hasn't given a fuck about the money she hasn't given a fuck about the you know the, the she hasn't really given a fuck about anything and she's just like this, this role sounds fun doesn't it yeah I'll do it cool whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know like if you see
0: her when she shows up in like uh, Bong Joon-ho who recently just won like best director for Parasite and stuff has two previous movies Snowpiercer and Okja like she is like in Snowpiercer it's like she's unrecognisable it was mad with the 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 northern accent yeah it's like and then you look at her in Okja and she's just like a a A whole different different human being yeah Yeah. and then if any of you saw uh, the the, the Suspiria remake that came out uh, last year no, she plays three different characters in that movie one of them is an 83 year old man <laughs> I did not know it was her like generally the film ended and I was like oh that was weird like Tilda Swinton played an 83 year old man and film went what? <laughs> Tilda Swinton? I, like, I just yeah. old man and then she plays like this kind of massive blobby little monster thing and then she plays another one as well I can't remember the third character was I think she just plays
2: just the, the dance just teacher just
0: like the, yeah so sort of like the dance teacher like it's mental. Like yeah, I, I yeah, love that. Yeah. Like the, the director for that movie was just like, "Hey, I've got these couple of roles and told us something." I like, "Okay, well, yeah, will do that one." Like which ones? Like all three. Yeah, I'll just have all three. It's like I'll, I'll Eddie Murphy you. can do it. <laughs> <then> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and then like, but she can also just do regular films. Like she shows up in uh, Doctor Strange and she's just like, there she is as yep. whatever that character calls like the she, ancient just, one. The ancient one. someone's like she's just there. As the...
1: I guess the ancient one but it's like she's just just, done she's done she's got a huge range as well because she's done so much because she was she was the evil queen in Narnia as well right Empress Jadis yeah she was yeah so she's done that she was uh, Gabriel in Constantine way back when and oh, she, she just see seems it. to pop up in random I think that's what I love about Tilda Swinton you go and see something and then all of a sudden Tilda Swinton's hogging half the screen and, and just being amazing and you go I didn't even know she was in this but yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy and, she and, and
3: someone who's like like you're saying just pops up sometimes she's not she's not too egotistical about her work either she's not like yeah. I have to be the main character I've got to be leading or, or supporting at least like she's happy to be she's like oh you're going to be in this film for five minutes she's like yeah cool and she's like going to turn up for that five minutes commit. and smash it Yeah absolutely I think, agree yeah,
0: I think it's just a situation Like we've said with many of these actors is Like, She just loves the work that she does And she's not, like you say, she's not there for The ego boost, she's not there to yeah. Be the, the name on the poster It's like it's like oh this character's interesting And I get to go to a really weird place with it Yeah I mean, I'll come along and she, do like Four days on set for that She
1: played David Bowie didn't she? He, was no, she was going
0: to She was going to be uh, playing David Bowie in the biopic but it's never came about.
1: Right, okay. Um, but if you
0: ever watch a movie called uh, A Bigger Splash it's directed by a, I say, Luca Guaragino, who did like Call Him By Your Name and stuff like that. She kind of does that role in that movie. Right, okay. Called David Bowie. Also, Ray, yeah. <laughs> okay. Also Ray, Ray Fiennes is in it and he's great in it as well.
3: My grand list to this podcast and she fucking hates Tilda Swinton so I'm excited
1: <laughs> to see what she says about that. Eesh. So number two for me, um, I've gone for Emily Blunt.
0: Interesting. This is, a, this is interesting for me yeah? because uh, wonderful actress, great range of movies, but I'm also uh, deeply, deeply in love with Emily Blunt, and I want John Krasinski to get taken. Uh, away, so then I can be with her for the rest of my life. That's definitely sure. what will happen,
3: and the minute her, her husband, for quite a long time, is taken <laughs> away,
0: she'll forget it immediately and run straight to a boy straight with a red guy. face and a moustache. <laughs> Would you leave my red... Like, okay, you can attack my red face all you want, but don't you come at my tash. My tash is glorious.
1: But Emily Blunt is... Uh, I, I just think she's phenomenal, and you're right, Gab, you kind of said it nice and succinctly. She's She's got a crazy range. She's done...
0: Sci-fi, you know,
1: Looper, Mary Poppins. She was in uh, Edge, of Edge of Tomorrow, Quiet Place. She she's she's definitely kind of leaning into a certain brand, which seems to be kind of action sci-fi, you know. Um, yeah, but which must be fun as hell. She, yeah, it must be right. <laughs> and 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 then every now and then she pops up for doing Mary Poppins Returns, where she's just obviously loved Mary Poppins as a kid and thought, I'll jump on that. I could probably yeah, see and has kids in. as well, it must be nice for your kids that your mum's
3: going
0: to be Mary Poppins.
1: Right, how come cool yeah. would
0: that would be, be? Class. Like the interesting thing about Emily Blunt is she kind of went from uh, your kind of Devil Wears Prada days, where she was like a side character, that she wasn't the Anne Hathaway, she wasn't Glenn Close, she wasn't the big name. To now, yeah. she's the name on the poster that's selling the movie, i.e., like Jungle yeah. Cruise that's going to, was going to come out this year, but it's not been pushed back to 2021, or Mary Poppins, or even Edge of Tomorrow. She's front and center on the poster with Tom Cruise. Quiet place too, as fucking, well, man. Yeah, yeah, quiet place, quiet place too. It's just like, she kind of, I don't know when that shift happened, but she's just become like a leading star of movies. And I, I remember,
1: I feel like she was in a bit of a race with that Rashida Jones for a while, and there was an, there was a moment where the two of them were kind of side by side, and then Rashida Jones went down the TV path, Rude. and Emily Blunt yeah. kind of just picked up on the on the movie path
2: hmm
1: it's two different kinds of things but yeah i remember when they, when they were they were they were kind of neck and neck but uh no i just i just love her i think she's great and yeah she's got range you know from in looper where she's playing their protective mother and she's just looking after that little boy um and you 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 can see she genuinely cares about that kid yeah. and she must have spent what two months with him maximum filming that film but it doesn't seem like that it seems like she's raised that boy from from nothing same so in Quiet Place as well. Those kids are all yeah. super, like a proper family. And then and then you jump to things like Edge of Tomorrow where she just plays a fucking badass...
0: She is a fucking
1: powerhouse in that She's movie. She's just crazy. Like, like, it's awesome watching the it. I,
0: the thing I love about Edge of Tomorrow is the flip of roles, which is you've got Tom Cruise who's this kind of pacifist, weak, scared man who tries mm. to like sneak his way out of situations and Emily Blunt who's this kind of powerhouse, uh, takes on the aliens, as the saviour of the planet type of deal. In any other movie, those roles would be 100% flipped. Yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise yeah, yeah. would be the big fucking hero of the world. And I just love that Emily Blunt takes on that role and just does it so effortlessly. We're just
1: like. She shows up in that first
0: scene. You're like, yep, I believe she is this person that I'm She will with she
1: fuck Tom Cruiser. Edge of Tomorrow was so good. Can we just have a little chat about that? I fucking love that film. I remember going to the cinema to see it and thinking, this is going to be shit. This is not going to be anything yeah, good. This, this is going to be some like B movie kind of alien It's going to be trash. trying to be awesome and sci fi and action, and it's just going to be guff. And it was. One, genuinely funny. That scene where Tom Tom Cruise tries to roll under the truck and there's a little montage, and one of the times the truck wheels hit him and you just hear him squeal and then wake up (laughs) back on the helicopter. Amazing. And then it just turned into this banging yeah, sci-fi epic. Like That film's so good. So So good. good. I have never seen it.
0: Oh, you need to seen that. Nah, I I don't don't like sci-fi that much. Trust me, you will like this. If you like Groundhog Day and you like a good bit of action then 100% you'll love it. Okay. But the sad the sad news <laughs> I'll about put on is that tomorrow list. is uh, the, the the Ryan and Gary have lists that I'm convinced exist that are called movies that Gavin recommends and then it just says don't watch under <laughs> it. And the, the, those are those lists. <laughs> I but don't even I, I don't tomorrow. put them on
3: a list. I just don't why would I write them down? <laughs> so you make sure to never watch them You never nah. want to accidentally fall into a movie that It's I'm not gonna going to happen watch. mate Because I'm going to look at the poster and be like That looks like Gav recommended that There's probably films you, there's probably films you haven't recommended That I'm not watching because I think you might have <laughs> <laughs> I mean
2: so.
0: I love my friendship with both of you Gav uh, and Ryan, yeah, number it, three uh, I was just, uh, Sorry, sorry Ryan, Gav Apologies I was just going to say Edge of Tomorrow 2 uh, Is not going to happen anytime soon Yeah I didn't because, think so uh, Tom Cruise is currently booked to do the next to back uh, Mission Impossible movies back to back, and Emily Blunt's now just part
1: of the Disney machine. So, you know, it would be great if they did uh, Edge of Tomorrow too. But they just totally, kind of like uh, Pacific Rim, where they got so neither Tom Cruise nor Emily Blunt back in. Maybe Brendan Gleason turns up. He's the only returning actor, and then the rest of the cast is just brand new. And they just say, like, "Ah, fuck it, whatever." That, that's I mean, do, it's a sequel, <laughs> sci-fi sequel, classic, like done. but I mean, they might do
0: that, but the director of the original, Christopher McQuarrie, is also with Tom Cruise doing those two back to back
1: Mission Impossible movies. Why does Tom Cruise have to fucking ruin everything? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. So. Going oh, number right. three.
3: Number three. Okay, next I've got a little different again. Uh, I'm going for Olivia yeah. Coleman. Ooh. Interesting. That interesting. Is interesting. Uh, I very Oscar much winning. enjoy Oscar winning now. She um, started off in british comedy she was in peep show and stuff uh, which i love i don't
0: right so here's what i've learned is i have star trek gary has muppets and you have peep show because i think i don't ever I really mention all, it on the podcast that's yeah, to, yeah, not true not on the podcast i listen much. back to these episodes a lot and you mention peep show almost every episode that's not true rashida <laughs> yes, jones
1: is. was in the muppets movie <laughs> fuck off I'm just, I'm just putting that one that out is true. do you know
3: who wasn't olivia colman so <laughs>
2: um,
3: yeah so she started off in that kind of again I think just starting off that kind of comedy way and then coming more serious as her um, career has gone on she was really amazing in Broadchurch with David Tennant um, yes, holy fuck! like so good there's a scene in the second series spoilers for Broadchurch um, where she has <laughs> to go to court because it's her husband who's killed the wee boy and her little boy is like complaining about it <laughs> And like she just, just audio oh, boy just gave some great facial reactions. There. Just destroys this wee boy in this courtroom, this huge like, really visceral, amazing argument. And it's just her shouting at her son, but it's so good. <laughs> and then she was amazing. And like she did loads of stuff. was really good. She was probably the only good thing about Murder on the Orient Express.
1: That's uh, she not was good. great in the favourite as well. Amazing. That's I. I was trying to think when you said Olivia Coleman there about uh, feature films. I've actually seen her in, and I think it's literally. The the favourite. I can't think of anything else. I, I didn't see murder on the orange. She's in a uh, hot fuzz. Get a look at his arse. Of course
0: she is. Yeah. <laughs> she's good in good in hot Nothing Fuzz. I feel like I a girl on girl ac- action, eh lads? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, um, good comic. But just Iron. a really amazing and like if you ever watch any interviews or catch her on anything, she's just so humble as well. Like really does not believe in any way that she deserves any of this. And she really does. And I think she's a like a, a Cambridge
0: footlights kind of yeah. um background sort of thing but yeah rah, i think rah, she's really rah. great we're going to smash the oinks <laughs> <laughs> I remember, but the the movie that i remember i, I saw it in uh, that kind of changed my whole outlook because i only ever seen Olivia coleman in comedies like uh your kind of channel four uh kind of sitcoms and whatnot yeah she was on the channel and then, four
3: train for quite a long time i think
0: she really was uh, and then i saw her in a movie called tyrannosaur if anyone's ever seen that movie it's uh it's got your your boy that you're mentioning uh, earlier Gary who you thought was Ray Fiennes for a long time Eddie Marsan. Uh, Eddie Marsan's in it and then it's also got uh, Peter Mullen if anyone I can show you a picture of Peter Mullen if you don't know Peter Mullen just like
1: yeah
0: I know I know Peter Mullen the Scottish guy she just yeah she's in that movie and she kind of plays uh, a woman who's like lives in an abusive relationship and stuff and then she meets Eddie Marsan and she meets uh, Peter Mullins character, and he's not a good person, but she's—he's a good person for her, and they kind of form this kind of friendship slash relationship. And she is, she's just fucking amazing in that film. And I just remember yeah. watching—it's like, oh, she's more than just a, a kind of bit character in a comedy. She is a genuinely brilliant actress. Yeah. And then you see her in *The Favorite*, where she's just—you've got three it. actresses who are amazing, all just just off each other, the same scene from each other. Yeah, it's, like, it's amazing.
1: Oh and she got the the Oscar for best supporting and she so deserved it cuz she was just so brilliant. My favorite uh, film named after a dinosaur is Theodore Rex, which stars Whoopi Goldberg and a large animatronic T-Rex. And they're uh, this movie. They're buddy cops. Gav, how good That's, is Theodore <laughs> Rex? Um, Gary,
0: it's absolute dog trash. It <laughs> sounds not bad. amazing. It's so good.
1: It's so good. Don't don't I let them know... trick
0: you. I d- I just want to know what the producer had on Whoopi Goldberg to blackmail her into having to do that movie. Because it must have been something bad.
1: Maybe you she just had a, had a great. fun year. She was like,
3: yeah, I'm going to be a yeah. yes man this year. Let's do it.
1: It's great. It came off the back of Dinosaurs, I reckon. That is when it was probably like, you know, Barney was <laughs> massive, the Dinosaurs TV show, Whoopi Goldberg was in a stride. Fuck it, Theodore
0: Done. I mean, Jurassic Park did a lot of good, but it also did a lot of bad because then it just made dinosaur movies. It was like... Like, the movie Insert Dinosaur just occurred for everything, i.e. a <laughs> bunny cop movie with Boothby Goldberg and a fucking dinosaur. Yeah, yeah I mean,
1: I think uh, dinosaur so films are not
3: doing amazingly well. What, Pixar's lowest grossing film, the good, yeah, good, yeah.
1: the good Dinosaur. The
3: Good Dinosaur.
1: <laughs> Which is a real shame, because that film's, like, good. Better than Bolt. Better than Bolt? Well, that wasn't Pixar, was it? I think so. No, no. it wasn't. No? It was just Disney animated studios. But, I mean, Good Dinosaur's definitely better than things like... I don't know. Cars 2, Cars 3, probably Cars 1. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story 2, 3, and 4. Mm. Debatable. Mm. Debatable. Guy No, I'm Gavin, I love Tom three. Hanks. 4. Uh, are we now? 3. Next three. on my list, we oh, are going to have. Hanks.
0: That's not how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have the big man, we're going to have the chief, we're going to have the leader of them all, Phillips Seymour Hoffman. Oh, the, uh, that's a good one. Abso- that's a great the absolute one. Boy of boys, a man who, even oh. if the movie is the worst movie ever made, Philip, Sor- Philip Seymour Hoffman still brings out a fucking brilliant performance from it. I it's, can't think of a time. I've just got a picture of Peter Muller on my phone now. <laughs> I can't think of a time where I've not seen Philip Seymour Hoffman or something and not been like, you are the most charismatically engaging
1: element of this film right now. Even when he got near the end of his life with the Hunger Games films. Yeah, he was still yeah, good in those. Still great. Still great in those. Still amazing. Yeah. And, and you're right. He's, he's, everything he does is, you know, from. And he's another one that's got a, a, a solidly good range from, you know, just playing comedy, wacky characters, like in Along Came Polly, um, the Big Lebowski, through to things where he's playing something far more astute and, and, and kind yeah, of screen holding.
0: Again, like I did with Ray Fiennes earlier, where, you, where if you think of, like. Um, Grand Best Hotel and uh, Cinder's List, if you look at Philip, Shaw, Philip Seymour Hoffman and think of him in The Big Lebowski and then think of him in something like uh, The Master, Phil, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's movie, like completely different human beings. Yeah, like It's not yeah, even yeah. the same yeah, person yeah. doing the role. It's mental. Yeah. And I think the movie for me that always stands out of Philip Seymour Hoffman just being the fucking boy of boys is Capote, if anyone's ever seen that. He transforms everything about him from his from his body language to the intonation in his voice to like the sound of his voice to the just the way he carries himself and how mm. he exists within a scene because usually philip Seymour hoffman he's a bigger guy he yeah usually stands quite out but for the character that he was playing in that film he just he's so small and kind of yeah meek in the the scene it's oh, i love him and then of course uh, uh what do you call it uh, I forgot to name of the film. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson film. Mark Wahlberg, where he plays a porn star. Oh, uh, uh Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, <what> you audio <laughs> boy. I got it. Just like no, he he said it off camera first. Yeah, well, Sorry, I wasn't in the
1: know, the audience will not know, and I will sound like the victor. Yeah, yeah Just like him and Boogie Nights, and just he's yeah. so good in Almost Famous as well. He's yes. just great. He's great in pretty much everything he does. Yeah, he's true. phenomenal. And it funnily enough, that brings us into uh, my I was gonna, I've got he's on my list, but I'm gonna change these two around just because this works. Nice segue. Jeff Bridges, um, following on from yeah. following yeah. on from Philip Seymour Hoffman. Jeff Bridges is another one. I have seen him first in Big Lebowski years back and very quickly fell into the Not white Tron. Tron Legacy. Oh no, of the, the original Tron, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, funnily enough, no, uh, Big Lebowski was the first thing I seen him in, and then yeah, you know, me I him. think like, and then I think I seen I think I seen Tron Legacy without seeing Tron, and then went back to Tron. I mean, but it's no difference. <laughs> it really doesn't. But but you know, Jeff Bridges is he's great. And same kind of thing. He he a bit more kind of typecast. He does a lot more of the kind of Jeff Bridges. Uh, is he typecast? Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Not really. He did Crazy Heart. Was it Crazy Heart? Crazy, Crazy Heart Strings. Yeah. Crazy yeah. Heart. Holy fuck, that film is phenomenal. And he just fucking delivers this stellar performance start to finish. And even in things like Iron Man, uh, the first Iron Man film where he's playing Obadiah Staines, where that's, you know, that was the first Marvel film. You're up against, you know, you're acting alongside uh, Robert Downey Jr. And he just plays such a fucking great villain. Like, he's got so much menace in every scene that he appears in, in... The first Iron Man movie, you know? Also, looks so good bald and with a beard. So
0: good bald Strong with a beard. So you hear good. that, Ryan?
1: Do you hear that? Yeah, I know. It's going to be my look in a
3: few years, I think. But yeah, he's... A few da- he's let's just, it a few days. Just Maybe a, a few
1: actor, days. And I fucking love him. I could the do, thing I could with do the, Jeff Bridges. The thing with Jeff Bridges
0: is... I, th- I think movies like The Big Lebowski are where a lot of people... We'll th- remember him from like, oh, that's the first time I saw him. Yeah. But Jeff Bridges has been around since the fifties. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He well, he started when he was like seventeen or something like that, and he's just been going ever since. And his career has had because he's been around for so long. Obviously, it's had so many like highs and lows. highs and lows. Because like in the two thousands, from like I'd say from like two thousand five to like two thousand. 15 maybe. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of fucking duds. Like there was a lot of dud films like
3: in those years to be fair.
0: There were a lot of dud films in those years, but it's like if you look at like when he's in
1: RIPD and stuff like that. I will not let you slight his fucking performance in RIPD. No, I'm not slighting his performance. I'm coming at the like the movie. Oh, you the film is not shit. It's not a film that you'd say, "Oh yeah, that's definitely something
3: Jeff Bridges would be in."
1: hundred oh, yeah. percent! But he's fucking incredible in R.I.P.D. He's a joy to watch in that movie. I'd, I'd say go watch R.I.P.D. just to watch Jeff Bridges talking a fucking cowboy accent and eating fucking curry. <laughs> like-
0: I also, I'm also <laughs> convinced that Jeff Bridges and Tom Hardy have the same dialect coach because sometimes they seem to make it make the audience not understand what they're saying on purpose, like, like True Grit. I've watched True Grit two or three times and there are still genuine large areas of dialogue. I have no idea what in Jeff Edges has said. He just, said. He, j- he just puts big fuck-off marbles in his mouth. And, goes, <laughs> bro, 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 bro. and I'm like, "Kill cool, Jeff. No idea what he just said, but it sounded cool. He's got that nice
3: bass in your voice. We don't really give a shit what you're saying. So This is true. It's He's like amazing in uh, Arlington Road as well. Have you guys seen that film? Uh, no, I know, actually. I have. Oh, you'll both love it. It's really, really good. It's him and uh, Andy Dufresne. That's not his real name That's his name And Tim Robbins <laughs> Tim <laughs> Robbins <laughs> Nice Yeah it's really, you should like watch it. it It's got one of the best twists of a film I think I've ever seen
0: Arlington what did you
3: say? Arlington Road it's called Gav you will really Road. really enjoy it I'll look into it uh, Ryan yeah. go on
1: give us, give us another movie buddy We're gonna, I, I reckon was, we'll, probably, sure. we'll probably Be able to get one more Out Oh, each. oh no Because oh. I've No I've, ah, We have to do two more I don't think we can I think we don't Once well, I go through the last, I'll do them really fast i Yeah, I'll do mine super fast. Go go back to back. Then do your last two back to back. Done. Big finish from everybody. Okay, first one is maybe gonna annoy people, but hold off. Uh, is Margot Robbie? Uh, okay, th- no, growing on me. I, I'm with I'm with Ryan one hundred percent on this. Yeah, one. I know you guys like her. I I definitely she is growing on me one hundred percent. I I I, I, rem- I again I think I spoke about this three weeks ago where I just said no nah, not for me. And more recently I've kind of gone she's a good actress. I need to stop being so like.
3: Stop yeah, like from, my
1: view of her. from when
3: you're watching even things like Wolf of Wall Street, that's such a huge cast of films, and she's still just taking scenes like for yeah, herself. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there's, there's a very specific reason she's taken quite a few scenes. To Why work. is that, Gavin? Because she gets her kit off and people remember it. Mm. Well, we'll that's just not, leave that's that there. Just me, that's that, that's yep. just me being honest, there. Like. Okay, Gavin, we know it's you being honest, and we're
3: not we're not saying anything. We didn't prompt you into that. You brought that into yourself. We didn't make we didn't bring you into the trap. If anything, you've just slammed a bear trap on your own face,
2: and we'll, leave that, <laughs>
3: we'll just leave that for a wee second and back on. Even in things like <laughs> Harley Quinn, where the films are awful. Awful. Yeah, she's not bad in them, and like yeah, she, she she brings a doing, good performance. She's doing
1: her role well. It's just yeah. a shame that that role doesn't translate well to the live action script Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. doing this
3: she's doing it justice. She's doing what she's meant to be doing. Yeah. yeah. And I, Tonya, uh, she's just a powerhouse. Like
0: yeah. I've I read, uh, I, think I was, read it was, an interview. Sorry, go have gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was uh, reading an interview recently uh, with uh, a we so were talking to both the directors like i tonya and bombshell and these these different directors and stuff and both of them kind of independently spoke about the time the effort and the care that margot robbie brings to her performances like like on bombshell she's literally just there on set every day just like yeah. asking questions studying trying to just get the best thing she can from it and uh, like i don't know if any of you saw bombshell but like obviously there's
1: some yeah, quite i've seen bombshell
0: like the the uncomfortable scenes during yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like she said, it was some of the worst uh, times she's ever had in a film set, obviously, but she just kept wanting to do it until she got it right because she cared yeah. so much about the
1: performance being kind of authentic and accurate. And like Well, and, and, and that, that was I'm, it like, for a, me. I think I was what I was going to say is it's I, Tonya, followed by Bombshell, which has kind of made me reevaluate. And then you're right, even with Harley Quinn, I think I was so blind as on, ready to hate that movie that once I got rid of that and was like, it's going to be crap. You know what, Margot Robbie's doing a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like taking it, taking it not as the sum of all of its parts, but just the individual parts. She, she is, she's, she's bringing me round, guys. She's bringing me round. Uh, and then she's my really last good one. In, sorry, go for it, Phil.
2: She's also really good in Goodbye, Christopher Robin, as well. Yeah,
0: she is actually. Yeah, very good. The, the mental thing. The mental thing about Margot Robbie is she went from an actress who bef- literally before Wolf of Wall Street was on either Neighbors or Home and Away to. Like a couple of years later, she is the leading name in movies.
3: Before like, Wolf of Wall Street, she was in About Time.
0: Well, that's true. She was in About Time. Oh God, yeah. I heard her in About Time. Right, Ryan. Hey, my last one last is, is my on the
3: list. all-time favourite actor in the world is uh, Stephen Graham. Who's yes. Stephen Graham?
1: Stephen oh, Graham. Stephen Graham is the man. Is
3: from Liverpool.
1: Well, I, I know Stephen Graham if I look at him.
3: He yes. is in Lock, Stock, and, smoke, and Two Smoking Barrels. He Aww. is in Snatch. Is I England. know who
1: this is. Look at he him. He's is amazing. Paris, He's Caribbean, so good.
3: Coronation Street. Coronation Street. Um, I think his TV performances shine through more. He's came up from being combo in uh, This Is England. Yeah. I was
0: going to say, like, the role that made me aware of Stephen Graham was This Is England.
3: That was his, I think that was his first big deal role. Mine, uh, mine, was, mine was Snatch I And he was in Snatch as well snatch. Yeah um, And then he's gone on to be He's fucking great in The Irishman um, He was amazing In uh, Boardwalk Empire He played young Al Capone Just as he was coming yeah, up
0: Yeah I've, I've seen like a couple of scenes On a, on the old YouTubes of him And god he's just a and fucking he's, powerhouse he's
3: really method
0: as well Lots
3: of stuff he just riffs himself yeah. Um He can like
1: scare you And sort of break your heart at the same time And uh, sh- I gotta say I, I, I do really like him I will my, my one not gripe but my one comment will be that he's another one that's very very kind of typecast into that just that yeah. hard gangster esque I thought that as well nails yeah and then Shane Meadows
3: did something last year it was called The Virtues he did it for Channel 4 it was a four-parter right. and it was fucking heartbreaking yeah but he's so good and, and so tender and like Really vulnerable and uh, the complete opposite of his total like gangster what, what side, the does. hard man side Wait, that he usually has. Awesome. Um, well, he brought it out to, and it was great.
0: We've also got to shout out uh, his performance in the 2019 Hellboy movie where he voiced Kraugak. <laughs> uh, Excellent. A real... <laughs> no, but yeah, with Stephen Graham, he's just a person who's like, you look at his uh, list of films. Or TV shows, the boy works like he is. Yeah, he's a grafter. He's in so much, and he's been in for so much for so long. And he, any time I see his name on a poster, or I see uh, like in the credits before it, the movie starts, or he just appears on the screen, I'm always excited because I know whatever I'm going to get from it is going to be something that is memorable and great. Yeah, yeah he's fantastic. Gonna give you two last two of the last two uh, of the bunch. The two I'm going to hit. Yeah, we're going to go for a. Uh, Another guy who's just been around for a real long time and just who just puts the work in, and that's Christian Bale. Uh, I think Christian Bale is an actor. Uh, he's like a lot of the actors we've talked to about tonight. Uh, tonight, like it's the middle of the night. <laughs> it's the morning. It's uh, 10 to 3 yeah. in the afternoon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he has an astonishing range where there, there's the obvious aspect of his career that people talk about, which is the body transformation he goes through. Oh, yeah, like that's mad. and Batman Begins and Vice, where like, he goes all over the place. But it's the performances as well. Where like I watched like the it was undeservedly nominated, but it was still a good movie. Uh, Laman last year, mm-hmm. yeah. where he he's in that movie and he's he's got such a presence and he's the he's got a great comic relief kind of aspect of that movie. And then you look at him over in Vice, where he yeah. plays Dick Cheney, one of the most evil men to ever live. And then he was fucking Batman, or as a child star, he was in a. Uh, Rising Sun, Steven Spielberg movie, and he like, was also
3: in um, the film adaptation of yeah. uh, Treasure Island when he was really young. He was was played yeah, Jim Hawkins, like, yeah.
0: I mean, uh, there was literally a movie on last night by directed by Scott Cooper. It's called Out of the Furnace. It's him and Casey Affleck, and like he just. Or uh, oh, what's the one where it's him and Mark Wahlberg and he's the fire um, He's a boxer, the fighter. Like him and the fighter. <laughs> you are gonna say what's well, uh, the one where Mark, Mark Wahlberg's a fighter? Uh, what's that <laughs> film called? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, like if you look at uh, the like his IMDb list of films, every single time he just gives a performance that's so fucking different from the last. And he is one of those names where if you, he's he's, a, re- he's a real
1: or, method actor, and he might be one of the last ones really one of the last great method actors we've kind of got in the up and coming yeah, yeah he, he is he is what Jared Little wants to be yeah 100% yes. Gav I'm surprised you didn't mention uh Bell's, Bell's, you know best movie oh god what Reign of Fire I mean I didn't want to bring it up again I only got one <laughs> hit one hit <laughs>
0: But that's a great example of just like He can do those kind of schlocky like B-movie action films yeah. just, He still gives a great performance Or he can be in these Oscar winning movies And like you say, he is a method actor I, th- I think of him the way I think of Joaquin Phoenix It's just like, these two actors They are method, they commit to their roles And they also don't really take part In this whole celebrity PR yeah. Bullshit thing They're Apart like, from when Joaquin you know, Phoenix
3: cancelled his career For a fake documentary
0: that's <laughs> yes, that's true. It's like Christian Bale. Like you don't see him in his press junkets doing like funny like uh, radio bits where he's spitting water on people and like they're yeah, playing yeah, games. Yeah. It's like no. It's like I'm here as an actor. Let's talk about my film and then I'm gonna go home and enjoy and time with at some and, like crew members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the Terminator salvation." I was like,
1: oh, good for you. Good he's, for he's,
2: you.
3: An, he's a screen stealer, to be fair. Like even in the, in the fire, like he's not the main character, but he's just.
0: I mean, he got nominated, Mark Wahlberg didn't. So. He won <laughs>
3: as well, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, and last up on my list is uh, a, just an actor, again, much like Christian Bale, been around for a long time since he was a kid, has such a diverse range and always is an actor I'm eager to see. And that's Jake Gyllenhaal. Thank you. Doesn't uh, exist. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal uh, is just uh, the number one boy. I love him. Any movies and he's a heartthrob that I just want to cuddle and snuggle <laughs> with, uh, and he always just fucking gives a performance that is so intense. Yeah, like he's a he's a good actor, real yeah, good very actor, true. Though. If you see him in like, uh, didn't even use uh, Enemy or Prisoners, or fucking you know, hell, he's
3: him. so good in Prisoners. So source he can code. Do, like,
0: Source Code, he can do rom coms like uh, uh, what do you call it? How I'm um, getting its name The Donnie Darko Of just like I think he was a little Sinister and weird A little underlooked Until
3: Source Code came out And people were like Shit Because I think he did yeah. Like Brokeback Mountain And then he had that weird period Between Brokeback Mountain And Source Code Where he was just like Either not doing anything Or what he was doing Was not really getting
1: recognised And yeah, then he was, was in Source like, Code jar- people were like Shit remember that guy <laughs> Oh
0: yeah, Jawhead
1: What a fucking movie
0: that is Yeah Yeah it's like Sam mendez's uh, uh I guess war movie, but it's not really a war movie. It's, it's like an anti-war war film movie. At all. Yeah, it's fucking and great. It, and then you've got a Roger Deakins like cinematography, and then you've got this performance from Jake Gyllenhaal that's so like all all the time so intense, you can't help but just need to stare at it. And just he's got really it good in. like
3: intense eyes. They draw you in, man.
0: Yes. And there's, there's like a scene in uh, Prisoners That I, I often like to think of As the perfect gift for losing your mind Which is he comes back to sit down at his mm-hmm. desk And then he just trashes the shit out of his desk That's In fact how, Nightcrawler How have I not Nightcrawler. mentioned Nightcrawler yeah. where He's a great he, internal like, animals as well Oh, not Carl Adams. God, he's so good. I could just like. There's so many movies where just I'm just like. Going the, about him. Him. He's even just good like, in yeah.
3: Spider-Man, to be honest, isn't he? Like he was a fucking great villain. He's like Spider-Man. gone from a blockbuster oh, to yeah, being a bad, like a, a yeah. sort of not a baddie, but not on the not on the depths in which he's used to being a baddie. Like maybe just yeah. making it more shallow, but it was still amazing. It was yeah,
1: he was very nearly on my list also. And talking about Spider Man, that brings me to my fourth actor, Tobey Maguire. Nah, also in the in the MCU. Was the the tenu, Well, there's link I had there. Michael uh, Ma- Michael B. Jordan.
3: Oh, oh yes. yeah, he was also Michael my Jordan too.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he kind of had a bit of a uh, like a rocky start, just kind of busting out little films here and there, and it looked like he was going to go down the, sh- the the shitter when he did Fantastic Fantastic. Oh. Fan, fan, four, for. St- fan four,
0: stuck. Fan four, stack Four. Oh,
1: fuck off, man! But then he is—he's completely turned it around, and now he's—he's he's hitting these action movies. He's, you know, Killmonger in Black Panther. He's in Just Mercy, giving a fucking heartbreaking performance. You know, he, he's just fucking nailing these roles, left, right, and center. Now he was in, um, and I think one of the one of the earliest roles i, I believe I saw him in. I want to make sure I get this right. It was Station. A, uh, Chronicle. I was going to say. Oh yeah, Chronicle. Yeah. Remember Chronicle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I fucking loved Chronicle, um, and it's one of those. I mean, I know I'm, you know, you know me. I go on about sci-fi far too much, but uh, I fucking loved that film, and he's just fucking great in that as well. Um, he, he's just a great actor, and he's, it's nice. He, he's in the in the the pit of actors that we've got that are on the like. We're gonna still get another forty years, fifty years of acting yeah, out of him. Like a he's, lot of good from this boy. You know him, like him, John Boyega, like Keith Stanfield. Like there's a bunch of there's a bunch. I'm trying to think of else. Uh, Daisy. Ridley? Daisy Ridley? Yeah, there's just like this new wave of actors that we're getting coming up that aren't the old boys. It's the it's the fresh blood that we've been waiting for. And I'm just excited to see the next kind of forty film, forty years worth of cinema we get with this group. But I'm I'm happy Michael B. Jordan's in there. Like he's phenomenal. Such an actor
0: yeah i think with michael b jordan it's, it's similar to what i said with robin williams earlier where it's like there's a, just a genuineness to him yeah where you just like you just believe what he's giving to you yeah, yeah like yeah. my first introduction to him was when he uh, linked up with ryan coogler and did fruitville station which is the true story of like a, a black teen who was uh, shot by police and just that whole story then he went on to do creed with ryan coogler and also yeah. black panther with ryan coogler and i just think michael b jordan and ryan coogler if they keep doing movies together for like the rest of my life i'll be happy i'll (laughs) I'll be be happy happy, because like they've got a movie coming out i want to see the next year or 2022 that the two of them are working together on again And i'm just like just give me it because ryan coogler and michael b jordan i mean they gave us one of the best mcu villains ever in killmonger if not the best mcu villain the best like yeah. Thanos or Killmonger I don't know I'd go back and forth every I time. I mean Thanos
1: Thanos you you can try and pretend that he's worth you know he's sympathetic but rather than killing half of the universe he could have just created twice the amount of resources so I'd say Killmonger's definitely fighting a better fight than Thanos true. who yeah, is a crazy true. tyrant <laughs> <laughs> from, from his days in Michael- the guineas <laughs> when, it, when it comes to Michael B. Jordan he's you know He's just a snack. He's a good-looking boy. Uh and then my final actor, number the, this was the when we came up with these, the, the, he was genuinely the first one that popped into my head, so I thought I'd save him to laugh. I fucking love this man. I would watch anything he's in. And same thing, great range, great kind of ability to to do a bunch of different things. Uh Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I fucking sure. honestly I know you might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I just fucking love Sam Rockwell. The fact Moon, I think, probably one of my one of my favorite Sam Rockwell movies, where he's playing two roles, he's acting off of himself. You know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. this great duality that he plays through to weird little films like Seven Psychopaths. Then you've got Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Iron Man 2 kind of keeping it in the MCU like he's uh, just done we, so so much and he Iron is... Man 2's a perfect example
0: of Sam Rockwell's work where it's like you have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man he is it's his movie all the scenes are Robert Downey Jr. but Sam Rockwell comes in for Iron Man 2 and he goes eh I'm gonna just have some of these scenes and take Yo. them from you yeah. and he steals so many fucking yeah. scenes in that
3: movie same like in Jojo great. Rabbit and stuff as well he's fucking amazing Jojo Rabbit
1: he's fucking yeah. phenomenal in that like he's just a great actor and it's He's heartfelt, he's funny, he's, he's just got it. I fucking like, adore Sam Rockwell. I will happily sit down and watch anything he's in.
0: Again, doing that, the kind of duality of an actor, if you look at Sam Rockwell in The Green Mile, and then you look at Sam Rockwell in yes. something like Jojo Rabbit, it's like, it's two different people. Because in Jojo Rabbit, it's just like, yes, he is he's a Nazi, he's, he's on the wrong side, he's a bad person, but there's a bit of humanity in there. And yeah. you kind of connect to it,
1: and then you look at Green well, Mile. in, in, in Jojo Rabbit, especially, an awful he's the piece of shit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit, especially, he's he's the first he's the first grown up adult really that you see that's disillusioned with the war. He's yeah. yeah, he's fallen off the wagon. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. And then you're right when you watch him in Green Mile, he's just a villain. He's he's a complete he's just bastard, pure sinister awfulness. Yeah,
0: and he's, then he's ground Moon, where he's just like he is your leading man. He is your, but I guess in Moon he because of the way that movie's structured, he both plays the protagonist and the antagonist. So it's kinda yeah. like and he's able to do it so well. I agree. Moon can
1: we just <sighs> Moon's a fucking phenomenal piece of cinema. Moon I, is so good. It I remember the first time watching that and then the the moon buggy breaks down and then he wakes up and he drives back to the Or like the next, you know, he wakes up again and he's like, oh, there's a moon buggy stuck out there. And he goes out there to collect it, brings himself back. And I just remember watching it going, wait, what the fuck's just happened? I'm so (laughs) fucking confused. And then it explains it and you get through it. And I, I like watching him play this mellowed out version of himself that spent three years in isolation and has learned... Zen and peace, and how to not be an angry dickhead, and then the version of the, himself that they sent up there, who is a raging angry dickhead, getting angry at himself for being too metal. You know what I mean? Like it's such a yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah. I fucking love this It's lovely. just the same. Duncan Jones hasn't done anything good since. <laughs> he did. What was the What was the follow on from Mute Moon, starring Paul Rudd? Mute, Mew. Was that any good? Awful. It <laughs> pretty much. Just, it pretty much
0: says that. Uh, like Paul Rudd plays a child molester in it. And the movie tries to say that that's an okay thing. What's it's the, a really that a...
1: Paul, Paul Rudd exists or that child molesting's okay. Both, both. <laughs> 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 oh, have we got any honorable mentions? I got two. I've got a few. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: I've got. Um, Eleven. <laughs> it took you so right. long to take five away
3: from sixteen, there, Gavin. That was fucking ridiculous.
1: <laughs> dead, dead quick. My two honorable mentions: Nicholas Cage. I couldn't put him on there in good heart. I fucking yeah. love Nicholas Cage, but he's done so much dog shit, and I don't think he actually cares that I couldn't put him on my favorite actors ever. And Nick Frost. I just fucking think he's one of the best comedic actors we've ever had. I think his timing Absolutely. and things is impeccable. Um, it's a minus shame. the N word and. Uh, Shaun of the yeah which threw me off when I rewatched that <laughs> still, yeah, still a shocker comes out of it comes
0: out of it nowhere you never see it, every time it happens like oh yeah this happens I'm like re-edit the movie guys do a director's cut but you just, just take out that one word yeah nothing <laughs> one else one little bit yeah,
1: uh, yeah they're my honourable mentions uh, I've got a few yeah. uh,
3: Lakeith Stanfield uh, yes. Brie Larson I know Gavin doesn't like yeah, her but right. Gavin's wrong uh, She's just not a good actress She's a good and actress she is man and like the films like Room she's good in Scott Pilgrim she's great in Just Mercy she's got done bad films but it doesn't make her a bad actress yeah. Short Term 12
0: oh yeah Short Term 12 oh yeah fine she's a good actress I exactly yeah, good. and uh, of course
3: Oscar Isaacs as well who I
0: didn't oh, get into mention either me and
1: spoke about it though what's the last thing Oscar Isaacs did that was worth talking about yeah he's kind of fallen off really hasn't he it was X he's making I'm sure he's
0: got it? the X- same agent as uh, Idris Elba, and they need to <laughs> definitely. <that> <laughs> yeah, like...
3: Again, Edris Elba was nearly on my list, but he just added too many things in like the last five years that I just couldn't add him on.
0: You mean? Are you telling me? Bet- uh, was it between the mountains or whatever that fucking movie was? Didn't win you over? Where him and Kate Winslet just wander around in the fucking mountains for twenty mi- hours?
3: But it came out at the same time as uh, Arctic with um, what's his name. Mads Mikkelsen. The, Mads Mikkelsen, which is the same film, but it's class, and he's in it on his own. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't uh, talk yeah, to anyone. No, give us maximum, maximum three. I'm just going to blast through them. I'm, I'm going to blast through them. Maximum
0: okay. three. Okay, okay. <laughs> I will choose. Mads Mikkelsen was on my list, so Good Like him, is him and Hannibal and stuff like that. Got to give him a respect. Uh, also, Ryan Gosling. I fucking love Ryan Gosling. it's Good job, him and like the notebook or, or fucking all those type of movies and the last one I'm going to go for is just a wee, just a guy who just deserves more love and more movies and that's Michael Stuhlberg uh, he played the dad in Call Me By Your Name he was in oh, okay. uh, Shape of Water all these type of movies, he's just like one of those
3: again amazing a, in uh, Boardwalk Empire
1: <laughs> i take your word for Fargo it absolutely we've it. Great. talked about yeah, yeah, Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire really so much also,
0: uh, I just realized this here, Gary, but Ron Williams was also on my list. I think I oh, there go. But yeah. so Those are Drag just guys. some of
1: the 16 names I had. That was our favorite actors. Um, yeah, it was a, I enjoyed that. That was good fun, lads. That was fun. Good ass. Yeah. I was in a really For depressed,
0: right. isolation mood before that, and now I feel good. You're feeling a bit better?
1: Feeling I feel bit...
3: much better.
0: I mean, I'm gonna go what's finish is, my work. when we, we used to record these podcasts in the same room together, we would end and go, I guess, well, that was another one done. But over <laughs> video chat, we seem to have a ball of a time. We should be doing this the entire time.
1: Yeah, I, I am <laughs> never going to, to ever come round again. to your flat ever again, Gav. I think it's the flat that's depressing. It's the red couches. They they, they, they sadden me.
3: I'm really I'm happy I that I look it like
1: I've got the nicest flat in this video chat. Fuck you. Uh, I've got my branding behind me. Yeah, guys just trying to sell himself fucking <laughs> Yeah, but
0: I've got Audio Boy and none of yous have Audio That's Boy. That's
1: true. That's true. He went on you that only point. have girlfriends and fiancés. Ooh. <laughs> Right, guys, that's it from us. We'll be back next week uh, talking about Theodore Rex in its entirety. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Gavin, if people want to get in touch with us, where can they go? Uh, you want to jump on to the
0: Twitter and search for at MeanderingPod. Uh, if you want us on Facebook or Instagram, search for Meandering Movie Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email with like uh, topic suggestions or thoughts on your favorite actors or anything like that, that's meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail.com. If you're on iTunes or you're on Spotify, scroll down there are links to everything down there including gary who is back to yeah. twitching again and he is doing daily if not weekly quizzes daily uh, quizzes at the moment I'm he's doing daily, daily quizzes oh,
1: so that's uh, twitch.tv slash pixels cafe twitch.tv forward slash pixels cafe every single night we'll start the stream about 7 30 uh, the quiz starts 8 o'clock it's only an hour hour and 20 minutes worth of questions just nice a pen and short. paper need pen and paper you can do it online it's good fun come say hello and um yeah we'll, we'll get some trivia on the on the on the pop People and you power. never know your favorite podcast boys
0: might be in the chat as well might to, to the say the hello so
1: yeah that's us all right thank you so much for listening ladies and gentlemen we'll be back next week have a great one and enjoy music is life Bye. it's
2: meandering mood. Please listen in to Gary, Ryan, and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course. Cause everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about.